Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a Tuesday. Happy New Year, everybody. Sorry, we were just watching Family Guy during the break. (laughs) When I was explaining that I just never got into the the Godfather, somebody sent us a clip of a scene from The Family Guy where uh, Peter Griffin and the family are about to drown to death, and he decides to confess that he never got he never liked The Godfather. <laughs> it's turned into a big debate. <laughs> At the end, he, he discloses that he prefers the Money Pit. The Money Pit, Tom Hanks. Which was uh, look, Tom uh, Tom Hanks. That was that was when Tom Hanks was strictly a comedic actor. Yep, yep. He showed range after that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, um, he got, he got, he turned it somehow he showed the most range by becoming a child transformed into an adult yes. uh, by a carnival, it, uh, by a carnival by, thing, by Zoltar, a, by a Zoltar, yeah, I was going to say Zorro, yeah. by a Zoltar machine. Yes. Um, and then after that, he got super serious in Philadelphia. He, he did. He did. And Forrest Gump and Apollo 13 and many other feature films. Um, Sean Payton. Philadelphia was the serious assist. Of yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Did he ever do another one as serious as Philadelphia? I don't know. I'd have to think probably, about that. I probably maybe like a lower budget one or something that you don't. Uh, yeah, you don't know yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Sean Payton, uh, former New Orleans Saints head coach, who's part of the team at Fox now, does periodic appearances on Colin Cowherd's show. I think there's a lot of Texan fans out there that are intrigued by the possibility of Sean Payton as a future head coach of the Texans, I think that would probably mean just hitting the red button and starting all over with everything. I don't think Sean Payton oh, I don't think yeah. Sean, I think it's what it would be, right? Like you you, yeah. you trade some draft capital for Sean Payton, he comes in and he runs everything. Um, a lot of people are asking whether you know would the Texans trade perhaps their that that Cleveland pick which currently sits at 12th. 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 Yep. Uh, the 12th overall pick for a Sean Payton. Right. It's an interesting discussion, um, but I think here's what here's the blueprint everybody has uh, that wants Sean Payton make the trade, get Sean Payton, pay him what he wants, draft Bryce Young because Bryce Young is basically the same size as Drew Brees, and then you're off and running, and you're basically the Saints of the last twenty years. Okay, well that would be fun because they ended up winning a Super Bowl and making a lot of deep runs in the postseason. Drew Brees wound up being one of the 10 to 15 best quarterbacks of all time, conservatively, I would say. That would be a hell of a lot of fun. Here's, there's only one problem, a problem which I did not realize until Sean Payton appeared on the Colin Cowherd show yesterday. It's that Sean Payton may have had a smaller quarterback with Drew Brees, but that doesn't mean he would draft a smaller quarterback with the first overall pick. Let's do this. Let's not draft small players in the first 15 picks of the draft anymore in the first round. 
let's not let's not get away from prototype. And I talked with Bill Parcells about this, Ron Wolf, and, and those early picks have to be prototype players. Big six four two twenty five prototype. The way we've designed it for each position, whatever right. the position requirement is. Now, let's say we're looking at a corner, and our requirement for prototype at that position is five eleven, and we're going to tra- take this player in the first six or seven picks, and he's off of that. You'd say, "Oh, how much? He's five ten or he's five nine. There's a point at which you turn and say, "All right." And Bill would say, "This does he walk on water?" You told me that, yeah. Yeah, and and if the answer is yes, then we're going to look at Aaron Glenn some more. Yeah, right, Because right. he drafted Aaron Glenn. Yeah. But when that topic comes up and, and you just see <clears throat> the mistakes really recently, and we go all the way back to Cleveland, and, and you know, they have the movie Draft Day. Yeah. And I've said this before, and, and, and right at the very end, Costner makes the right decision in the movie. But in real life, not Hollywood, we they drafted Johnny Manziel, the same team. Yeah, and I, I think you have to pay attention to typing, and and when you're looking at the health of players and you're looking at the size of players, and two is just one example. We're going to see it again. I think this upcoming year, there's another quarterback coming out Bryce of Alabama Young. that's not going to be prototype. Yeah, so does he walk on water? Well, he did this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was that was Sean Payton. He was on the Colin Cowherd show. Okay, just real yeah. one funny aside to that. I love how the draft day thing about the movie, he makes it sound like they, they exist in the same universe. Like, like that was the actual Browns. The same yeah, team. Yeah. That was the same yeah, team. yeah, like, yeah. That was a fictional version of the Cleveland Browns. Look. They were making mistakes in the movie script, and then they ended up doing the same thing in the uh... – <laughs> Yeah, that was, just, that was weird. That is very much a Bill Parcells. The old yep. – um, the planet theory was the Parcells thing where you – when you're at the top of the first round, okay, I'm looking for guys of whom there are only a few walking this earth. It's that That's where you find – now, and, and I feel like because that was Parcells' theory – and because obviously Parcells had a lot of success in a lot of ways, I feel like sometimes it's taken to an extreme where people act like that's the only theory that. And and I do because I do think I, I watched Tom Coughlin operate for years on that same theory, and I can tell you that Coughlin whiffed on some draft picks in a big way because he was in love with size and height and weight. I saw it without Flowers, that offensive lineman, when I was in Houston. We drafted a, a defensive lineman once in the mid-rounds, and the story that made its way to me was that that we needed – we were very low on defensive line depth at that point, and the scouts were saying, like, well, we don't like this one guy, uh, like, here, and Coughlin just kept pointing at his height, weight, and 40 time and saying, like, oh, no, we need, we need more size, we need more size, and uh, that guy got drafted, and he sucked. So – it's there's a there's a hazard in that. There's a hazard in being that formulaic about it. I think that for one, I don't know how much Sean Payton has necessarily studied everybody right now. He might and like he might be putting out preemptive smoke already. You know, Sean Payton might be throwing that stuff out there and maybe in his mind he really does think that Bryce Young has those things that Aaron Glenn did to supersede sure. his his size deals. I remember one of my friends met um one of my friends from home, actually from Brandy's hometown, uh, met 
Aaron Glenn in, uh, in the locker room once. I was giving these, these guys a tour of the locker room uh, on a Tuesday, and Aaron Glenn was in there, and we stopped, and we chatted with Aaron Glenn for a while, and we left, and uh, my friend Joe afterwards was like, He's my size. Like, I feel like, it's like, I feel like I could play in the NFL now. I'm like, hey, okay, you want to race him? Um, uh, so, yeah, like Aaron Glenn was a smaller dude, but he had all those intangibles and everything else that made, uh, that made Parcells really like him. So I, that, that's the question. Is, is Bryce Young that guy in Sean Payton's mind? Let me tell you this. If Sean Payton were to come coach for the Texans, as far as year one of fan response goes – it's, it might be one of the only moves the Texans could make and then not draft the quarterback and have people be cool with it. Like, I think if Sean Payton came in and he decided that, like, no, we're going to bolster the offensive line and the receiving core and maybe add a guy or two on defense, I think, I think for the most part the majority of people would say, cool, all right. Because Sean Payton, yes, he had a lot of success with Drew Brees. But this is something I've long said. The, the success of Drew Brees as the first pick in the second round did not do one thing to make people draft the next Drew Brees much higher. Nope. I don't think. Now, the people have changed their attitudes towards quarterbacks since then. So just more quarterbacks are getting forced in the first round. So, you know, maybe Drew Brees might get drafted in the first round now. But I, I don't think it's as much about, like, Drew Brees succeeding. It's a huge gambling a guess as to whether a guy Drew Brees' height is going to be able to do the things that Drew Brees did. He had to be freakishly good with timing, with preparation and coordination with his receivers from a leadership aspect. His ability to kind of throw from his tippy toes with his head tilted back and all those things. He was really, really good at all those things, and that's a huge projection that not a lot of people, including Sean Payton, I think are, are willing to make. Like, Sean Payton very much understands and respects how hard it was for Drew Brees to do what he did at that height. And he's not going to so easily say like, oh, well, yeah, but I'm sure Bryce Young can do that too. No, but if I were to gamble on a smaller quarterback, Bryce Young would be the one I would gamble on from those standpoints. Right, that right. He's got yeah. the accuracy and he's got the, yeah. the arm talent and the acumen and the work ethic and all those other things to, to, to get into that neighborhood. For what it's worth, that audio we just played, was in response to a question about Tua Tungavailoa. So I should have clarified that before we played it. Like it was it was a question about Tua's durability that led Peyton to go down that does he walk on water prototype narrative that he's got there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's um and that's where too I think the biggest thing with this is another thing that's that I would never tweet out in the moment, but that I very much believe uh like having watched to a tongue of Ilo, get injured multiple times. Some guys just flat out know how to protect themselves, and some guys don't. And we saw, man, we saw it in the game where the Texans played the, the Dolphins. <laughs> you remember that play where he did the limbo because Malik Collins was tackling to a tongue of Iloa, and he did like he went, he got pulled down from behind and like was like doing his. He was it was it looked impossible. It looked like something somebody would do at a strip club or something. It looked like he tore like, his knee, yeah. He falls like that frequently. Yeah. You know, and, like, that's a skill. Quarterback RG3 was really bad at falling. Yeah. RG3 did not know how to protect himself when he got tackled, and I think Tua Tungavailoa is that same way. Yeah, if a guy is smaller, you got to be sure that a whole lot of other stuff, including knowing how to fall properly, is uh, is, is taken care of before you just go ahead and – and hurl a f top five pick at him. I think Bryce Young's actually pretty good at that. 
actually like knowing yeah. how to fall and knowing how to not take the you know the brunt. He's playing against guys that are NFL size. They're just not as talented as NFL players. You know, in the yeah, SEC. Yeah, I saw Barnwell tweet that out. I I'm a little bit skeptical of that. I knew you would um, be. I was that's that's why I brought it up. It feels a little bit like when Leonard Fournette said that the SEC seemed faster than the NFL. Like, all right, guys, let's stop. Let's stop it with the SEC masturbation, okay? You guys, like, it's uh, uh, sure it feels good to say and everything, but it doesn't pass the sniff test. Yep. Including any, take any of the best, take the best team in the SEC in any any given year. And look and see how many of their starters are NFL fi- players five years after they're after they're done playing. The, a bunch of the stars are stars, but there are a lot of guys on there that just flat out aren't NFL caliber. Um, and so, like, what happens in the NFL is that the best guys you see a few times a year in the SEC are out there every single week hitting you, and it's just not the same. Like the the frequency, the the violence, the collisions. It's just it's just not the same. Not to mention, not to mention in the SEC. Like your the pass rush pockets, no matter how good like the one defensive lineman is or anything, they don't collapse nearly as quickly. And I'm a guy that likes Bryce Young. I just don't. I don't buy into the hey the SEC is big too. Like no, they're not as big as the NFL. Right. Um, Payne and Pendergast with you on a Tuesday. We'll get to the latest on the biggest story of the day. Bill safety, Demar Hamlin in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest. What does the NFL do next? How did the NFL handle things last night? We will get to that next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 